1: Good morning, everybody. We are joined by the coach from Army on the women's side, Coach Peck. Welcome, Crack Rackets is so excited to have college match day again—an Army Air Force battle at the national campus in Lake Nona. Looking forward to it on Saturday. How are things going over there in West Point?
0: Things are well, other than the fact huge snow going on right now. But uh, other than that, things are going really
1: well. So they're going to be able to dig you out so you can catch the plane and get down to Orlando.
0: They're pretty good about plowing the roads here at West Point because they never ever cancel classes. So, um, yeah, we'll be dug out.
1: Outstanding. So, twenty nine years, twenty nine, and and your coaching career is is longer than that. But twenty nine and, and Army, so. Do you reinvent the wheel, like like what do you do to keep it fresh after 29 years?
0: Well, you know you have to evolve. I mean, obviously the game has changed over the years, so you know you have to evolve with the times and and you know with the equipment. You know, <clears throat> excuse me. Obviously, um, the rackets have changed the game, and the players are hitting harder now than they've ever had, and um, so you have to evolve the game and and kind of be a student and what I like is, you know, I I learn from others, right? You know, I do some camps with some other head coaches. When I go on the road, like when I go recruiting and I go to a, a clinic, like one of your clinics, you know, and I see some drills that you're doing and some things that you're telling your players, you know, to me, you, you always have to learn. You're always learning. You're always trying to adapt and keep things fresh.
1: Yeah, outstanding. Uh, is 16 your lucky number by any chance? Why is that? <laughs> Uh 16 time Patriot league champion and 16 coach of the year awards. So I figure 16 was your favorite number, Paul.
0: I think 17 is my favorite number.
1: That's great. Yeah. Let's get out. Let's get another Let's
0: get, one. Another one or two.
1: Let's get another one. So I I've taken a peek at this and obviously educate me on how this works. So on the women's side, typically, uh, a school, if they're fully funded, would have eight full scholarships to use for their players. Um, in a place like Army, does that change? Are the, are the numbers different? Your roster had, it looked almost like 15 different players on it in nine different states. Like you had a huge roster of players. And and uh, I, I was just curious to know, do you have the ability to take more? Is a budget bigger? Do you have to do you cut things you have the ability to, to sort of, I guess, create fractions like on the men's side? I was just trying to understand how the dynamics work with the team and a roster so big. Well, um,
0: you know, 16 is the most that I want, um, you know, somewhere between, you know, 12 and 16. There's a reason why we need to have a bigger roster because of the physical demands of the academy. You know, they're taking boxing, they're taking gymnastics, they're taking survival swimming, they're doing obstacle courses. You know, obviously some of that military training is physically demanding and not to say that it happens a lot, but occasionally some of our injuries aren't because of tennis, right? So you have to have some depth and also the academy is pretty strict about academic requirements. So um, again, you need to have some depth. Plus what I've learned over the years is the team that's the healthiest in Late April has the best chance of winning championships. In fact, I think our last couple championships, we won wasn't because maybe we were, you know, the most we were maybe the most talented, but we were the healthiest. So if I have one of my better players who's dealing with some shin splints or some other type of injury, I can let them rest because we have enough depth in our in our in our roster. So that way, you know we're healthy, you know, for the important matches like the rivalry matches against air force and Navy, and then also, you know, getting ready for the conference championship. Um, and because we're fortunate to have a really nice indoor facility here in the Northeast, the Ivies and ourselves are really the only ones that have their own dedicated indoor tennis center. So we are able to host a lot of teams like this past weekend. We, we played, um, Georgetown and Mercer and umass and allows me to rotate my lineup around to figure out you know what is my best combination so when it comes time to play the important matches i i know who's playing their best at that particular time
1: no well, that, that's a, a huge advantage and i i did study about a bunch of your lineups and i saw a lot of different names and faces in there but i was just just from the just the mouths to feed and the pieces of the pie, right? I'm just thinking, is that eight full scholarships and seven walk-ons or you have the ability to actually do partials to to create that bigger bandwidth of players so that if they are having boxing fights and all this stuff and somebody with a dislocated shoulder, you know, you have more, more bodies to actually um, manage or does the army give you a bigger budget? I just was curious because that's really, it's quite unique if you think about it.
0: Well, you know, being a service academy, technically every cadet is on a full scholarship. Their education is completely paid for. In fact, they're paid a small stipend, so we're not limited on scholarships. Technically, every year we have twelve hundred scholarships. It, you know, if you kind of think about it, because they admit twelve hundred students every year to to West Point, so I'm not limited on the scholarship piece. Um, and yeah, I, you know, we we are pretty well funded. Our, our alumni are very generous. Um, and, you know, the, the fundraising people at, at West Point do a really good job and it helps that our football team is is winning and doing better. So that's also helped our budgets. So, you know, we're we're fortunate enough to have a pretty good budget. Um, and again, you know, I'm not limited on scholarships. And, and, and here's the other thing, too, Mark, is that, you know, you don't come to West Point just to be a tennis player. You're coming to West Point to become a leader because when you graduate, you'll be a second lieutenant. So. You know, tennis is just, you know, it, it enriches their experience and they get an opportunity to play college tennis at a high level and then they get chances to go to the NCAA tournament. But ultimately, it's getting their commission and becoming a leader in the Army is what's most important.
1: Agreed. Understand. So talk to me a little bit about the beginning of the season. So you started off with a couple of really tough matches, losing to Syracuse and Dartmouth, and then you go on a roll and you went seven in a row and now you had a, some challenging matches this past weekend that you weren't able to pull out. So it's kind of a two loss, seven win, two loss sandwich that you have dealt with here in the beginning. What did you learn from the losses and, and what did you you know sort of pick up from that momentum of the wins that now gets you ready to take on Air Force this weekend?
0: Well, I, I like to start off with some pretty strong competition. Um, you'll see that we actually split the team in half. So half the team went up to Dartmouth and the other half went to Syracuse. And for me, you know, you don't see what you really need to work on if you start off with some easy matches, you know, if you have some easy wins. You know, I want to play against some tough competition because then you really see, okay, hey, we need to work on this or we need to work on that. Um, And and also it allows me – because we have some really good young – I mean, I only have one senior, so we have a lot of good – young players. So it gives me an opportunity to see what they're capable of. And, you know, then we had that nice run here. And then, um, and then if you looked at our roster and our lineups this past weekend, I, I did rotate some people around because, you know, I wanted to see how they developed since that first two tough matches. And it gives me a chance to evaluate where we are. Um, so, 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 I kind of do that, A to get everybody an opportunity to play. gets strong competition, but it also allows me to to evaluate where we are and, and who who's stepping up at, at this particular time.
1: Outstanding. And speaking of senior, is that senior, is that Carolyn On then? Is she the senior? Yeah, so that's the Chicago connection again. Now you're from Mundelein, the 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 town that Bree Minor built. You're you're from Mundelein. That, that's a great great town in my history and my coaching. So you've always kept a Chicago connection. Obviously, Anna Larero played, and uh, so you you like your Chicago kids.
0: You know, Hinsdale's been good to me. You know, Stephanie Dolahide and Regillo Valenati, and so. Yeah. I mean, well, you know how it is. I mean, the CTA, the Chicago tennis area, it's a very strong um, section in terms of junior tennis. So, you know, I like to recruit out of the Midwest and because um, there's so much depth in that section.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. And so looking through all these players, 15 on the current team, 29 you know, years of coaching, If you had to sum up one trait, one trait that you'd say, man, this was more prevalent in most of the the young women that I recruited and played for me, what would that one trait be?
0: I would say it's resilient. I think the challenges that they have to go through here in terms of, you know, the physical training outside of tennis and the demanding academic schedule. I mean, you're always going to be challenged here. I mean, you could be the smartest kid and most in shape kid, but there's going to be something that challenges and it teaches them how to overcome those, those, those challenges and allows them to be resilient. And then I think it helps their confidence. I think, you know, it allows them to be tougher mentally in the court because they've, they've gone off the six meter platform. They've, they've done the indoor obstacle course they've done past survival swimming and, you know, each one of these obstacles and basic training and, and so forth an air school. Every time they overcome one of these challenges, I think it makes them stronger mentally and it makes them more resilient and, and you know, able to bounce back quicker.
1: Yeah, it's a great, because resilient is a big word now. It, it's a common one. It's a great one, but boy, do you really have some athletes that go through that because most people never, right? I jumped off of a high diving board once, but I, can't say I've been through an obstacle course and I, I my, my uncle put me in boxing lessons when I was younger once and I got pounded on. I wasn't tough. I, I've had a few challenges in my life for sure. And I, I definitely would say I'm resilient as a person, but this this actual part of the, the collegiate experience and and making sure that they're well-rounded that way is, is just great for all their lives. It's not just the tennis aspect of it. So I think more, more people need to understand the the collective thing that Army is giving to all of these athletes, um, and and hopefully you know you guys can get more exposure from having a college match day event going on, and you guys getting highlighted like this. So, four three match the last two times you guys have played Air Force, uh, some close ones. Um, obviously, they it looks like maybe lifetime they they've gotten you a couple more times, but I I just want to know. Uh, here in the short run looking forward to Saturday where is the strength of your team you know templated on theirs what do you think you've got some great opportunities maybe to get four points and get a victory
0: well um you know one of my mantras with my players is doubles wins championships so you know i i we've been playing some pretty good doubles so that's that's important and we have a lot of depth there's not a lot of difference between my one and my number Seven or eight player, so we have a lot of depth on our team. So, you know, it doesn't matter if you win at one or you win at six. A win's a win. So, I think, you know, doubles and 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 having a strong deep lineup.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And so, speaking to that point, right? If I'm one of these girls that's kind of in the mix. When do you officially make the decision who's playing on Saturday and how is that like once that is announced and if I'm the one that's not in and, you know, how how are you handling? Because those can be some tense moments sometimes with with young athletes and, and obviously with these women traveling and getting along with one another. How How do you handle the psychology of someone being not in the lineup this weekend for college match day?
0: Well, I mean they're all athletes, they all want to compete, but I think what makes us a little different is you know, it's it's kind of a cooperate and graduate type of attitude here because everything you do involves teams, right? So, you know, they're in a squad, they're in a platoon, they're in a company in terms of their military training and it's always about accomplishing the mission and everybody plays an important role. Um so I, in terms of my announcing the lineup, I normally do it the day before. Um, And I I do that just because I want to make sure, you know, who's healthy and, and and who's, you know, really, you know, it's a matter of making sure who's the healthiest and the freshest. And, um, but I think, you know, we have a really good team dynamic and they, the, the players understand it isn't about them. It's about us. And, um, so it's, it's about being good teammates. So they're, you know, I mean, obviously they want to play, but I think they're also extremely supportive of their teammates who are playing.
1: Very good. And those decisions that you make, obviously you've got kind of a family atmosphere here with coach Rowley's wife as the assistant coach on the team, right? So you guys will sit down and chat about that and get it going. So tell me a little bit about what it's like to have uh Coach Rowley's, you know, wife actually working with you, the the sort of a team family approach, I guess, if, at at Army, if you will.
0: Well, actually Randy and I joked that we actually work for Martha. You know, she uh
1: <laughs>
0: she uh, she's you know she's a great assistant coach and extremely organized and um you know handles the details. Um and I'm sure she's the same way with her marriage. <laughs> So she, uh, you know, she does a great job and and keeps us on track and very good technically on court and very good with the players. And I've known Martha a long, long time because I first met her doing some Nike tennis camps when she was a counselor. So we've known each other
1: over 20 years. Oh, outstanding. Well, it's a deep team. Obviously, I'm going to be looking to see what happens in that doubles point. But College Match Day is always any given Saturday. Who has the opportunity to play well? Florida and Florida State gave us some outstanding drama and some fun competition here just a couple of weeks ago. And I can't wait to see what happens on Saturday. I'd like to thank you so much for you know, obviously spending the time, the chat, and giving us a little bit of an insight. I've learned a lot here. And obviously all the best to you and that that squad. I mean, a lot of really good juniors and sophomores in that lineup. And, and we'll see if you guys can get the job done and bring the uh, – is it the Silver Star back to uh, West Point?
0: That's right. Silver Star. You know, it's it's, it's a lot of pride because they wear it on their uniform. So, you know, it's, a, it's always an exciting match.
1: Awesome. Best of luck. Wish you the best. Thank you so much for stopping by and uh, good luck at College Match Day. All
0: right. Thanks, Mark. Take care. We'll see you in a few days.